0: Speaking interview, I am your host Anthony Drago. We've got an exciting and informative show for you tonight. And being that we're still in the Dominica's independent season, we are continuing in the theme of Dominica's 35th anniversary celebration. Uh, we've brought you icons like um, Dr. Honeychurch, and tonight is no exception. We have a very exciting guest in the person of um, Raymond Lawrence. Raymond Lawrence needs no introduction to the Dominican audience. And we are very excited to have him as our guest tonight. Um, we, We would like to give him a warm welcome, and we look forward to your participation in our discussion this evening. Raymond Lawrence is the chief cultural officer in Dominica and of course a radio broadcast personality he is the artistic director of White Akubuli Dance Theatre Company and um, we all are familiar with his many achievements so we're going to get take a quick word from our sponsor and um, we will be right back and, and on the other side of the break We'll start our conversation. We'll give a warm welcome to um, Mr. Mr. Raymond Lawrence as he um, comes to talk to us. G&D Enterprises, Inc. is your one-stop shop for web design and development, web hosting, domain names, dedicated servers, live event streaming, online ticketing, custom stream players, smartphones and tablets, electrical and mechanical parts and tools procurement, business supplies and equipment procurement, including computers, motors, breakers, panels, commercial printers and copiers. G&D Enterprises Inc. The services you need when you need them. Find us online at gandenterprisesinc.com or call us today for more information at 617-329-9434. Fast, effective, efficient service. You know there are many choices when it comes to domain registration, web hosting and dedicated servers. But I have to tell you about Jocko Hosting. They're simply the best. With their 99.9% uptime guarantee, 24 7 sales, and support teams, you'll never have to worry. Get in touch with them today. They offer plenty of other products and services like SSL certificates, managed WordPress, and more. Call or click today 480 624 2500. Jocko.com. That's J A C H Q O.com. Hello. Good evening, everyone.
1: Yes, good evening. How are you?
0: Well, I'm doing fine. I want to give you a very warm welcome to this weekend interview. We we look forward to so excited and, and delighted that you can be our guest tonight. And as I, I we told our listeners and our listeners are familiar, we have been on the theme of Dominica's heritage and culture uh, for the duration of our celebration of the 35th. Independence anniversary of Dominica. And, um, we, we've been focusing on our history, our heritage, our culture to get an understanding of what, of what is Dominica. I know, um, the Festival Commission likes to have the slogan that says, I am Dominica. <laughs> so what, what is it to be Dominica? And, um, also what role our culture and our heritage can play as we go forward. So, we, we, like I said, we're very elated that you can be with us. We give you a very warm welcome to this weekend interview.
1: Thank you very much, and I, too, feel very honored and privileged to be a part of this program. I um, always have loved Dominica's culture and our heritage. As we all know, I was born here in Dominica and grew up here and have worked here for many, many years. In fact, I'm right now on the threshold of retirement <laughs> with the culture department. But then, as I say, I may be retiring from the division, but not from culture and the arts. This has been part of my life from since I've been a very young boy at primary school up until now. Are you so, um, a very young boy anymore? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But um, Dominica's culture is a very, very exciting and dynamic type of mix. In fact, we refer to it as a Creole culture. And it's called Creole simply because it's just a rich sort of mixture of various cultural influences, mainly um, the indigenous people, of course. We still have them here with us, the Kalinago, the, the African... Had a huge part to play in shaping and molding and strengthening our culture and heritage. And of course the Europeans, mainly the English and the French, had a major role as well in influencing the present day culture. But all of those went into one sort of big sort of mixture to form and to create what we are enjoying today in Dominica, which is our Creole culture.
0: Uh, which, which is a very, very rich culture and which is on full display at this time of the year. Um, I, even, um, I will, I will tell you we have been attending independence, um, activities in the U.S. that I am sure is on par with what, with what you're experiencing locally. And, and we're so excited that, that our culture lives on as our people spread out throughout, um, the far reaches of, of the earth. So, um, we, we are very happy and we're looking forward to this conversation because you, you started it with saying that our culture is a mix of so many influences. And, um, one of the questions that I have on my note to ask you, I was going to ask it to you much later, but since, since that is how you, you opened the discussion, one of the questions that I, I wanted us to talk on a little bit is, have you been seeing I, we've been having an influx of new cultures into Dominica, um, in the recent years. And specifically, we've developing a small Chinese, um, Asian pop- population. And also, I think there's some, um, immigrants from Haiti, and there's some, um, Dominican Republic, but more so, there's, it seems to be like there's a strong Haitian as well as, um, um, Chinese, um, population that's growing also um, from reading it seems like there is there's quite a bit of um, North American and, and UK in terms of um, acquisition of land and that sort of thing from from where you sit in the cultural department as a chief cultural officer are you seeing any um, how you say fissures or little cracks or, or, or slight you know influxes and influences of these other cultures or it's too early to see that
1: yeah well. Nothing major as such in terms of uh, having any sort of um, major influential um, sort of wave or sway on Dominica's culture at the moment. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think we still still enjoy what we know as Dominica's culture and what we've known, you know, in our lifetime. Um, which are uh, the influences which I mentioned? You know, the indigenous people, the African history and heritage, and the English and French um, influences, which have created. And this mix, of course, has created what I refer to as the Creole culture. So out of that has come the Creole languages, like the French Creole language, the Creole, or the or, or the patois, as it used to be referred to, the Kokoi, which is spoken in Marigot and Wesley, those are our two main queer languages. And, of course, you have remnants of the Kalinago language, which they're researching and trying to revive. You hear them sometimes referring to words like Mabrika, Mabrika, and, you know, um, different influences, different words and songs, and so that they they have. Um, So, yeah, so essentially when we have festivals and feast days and, and things like independence, celebrations, and so. When we celebrate, you see the manifestations of the, these influences mainly that I've spoken about. Right. Of course, you have the Haitians, yes. And in fact, maybe in terms of influx, the largest population may be the Haitians, and then, of course, the Chinese, and then you have those from the Dominican Republic. Some of them have bars, they run businesses, they play their music kind of thing. Um, the Haitians are employed, you know, across the island in different areas, especially in the, in the agricultural field. A lot of them are involved in farming. And of the Chinese are, um, in a sense, more into business spaces like shops and stores and, and so on. Um so, so, yes, we, we have had the influx of these different um, persons from these countries, but so far, I mean, it, sometimes it takes a while, especially if a culture of a country is strong. It takes a long time before you can really have any sort of major effe- uh, impact on it that's from another country. Um, but so far, there hasn't been sort of any major impact. But, of course... You know, you have, you interact with those people all the time, you know, with the, especially with the Haitians, and maybe, in a sense, it's causing, it's strengthening, because the Haitians are here, it's strengthening the expression of the Creole because, of course, every time you speak to them, you have to speak to them in Creole from the time they arrive. So, it's making Dominicans, in a sense, use the Creole language more in communicating with them.
0: Oh, that's good. That's a good, that's yeah. a good mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Certainly. Yeah, so, so definitely, because, um, I, I read and I speak to people who, um, in terms of like the architecture of Roseau, and some of the criticisms that are, for example, that I've heard about the, um, the new building, government building that's going up on Heich, sh- on, on, um, in front of the library, um, is that it doesn't, it, it, we have a particular architecture in Roseau, and it didn't seem like the effort was made to, um, to sort of Blend, but but that's a different conversation, I think. Um, but since we're talking about the different uh, cultures, I don't know if you want to do, delve on 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 um, on each one of them or a few of them. For example, the visual arts. What was the state of the visual arts? Are uh, we familiar with the um, literary festival that took place uh, a couple months ago? But what, but in terms of our paintings, our carvings, um, we know you're involved in the in the performing arts. Um, of course, we know of, of Calypso. So, if you want to spend a little bit of time putting on your your chief cultural um, officer hat and speak to us a little bit about the, the various aspects of our of the different arts and our culture, and kind of give sort of like a feel for where you think that we are and, and you know, how strong and, and vibrant um, those different mm-hmm. aspects are.
1: Yes. Well, um, the 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 performing arts I think continue to be. Um, strong and, 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 and vibrant well into, if you have to look at the, 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 bands, you know, you still have some, some very, very, um, talented bands that are bringing out a lot of, you know, um, different types of music and different songs. Bringing stars that has been there like forever, <laughs> a long time is still very much there. Um, performing at various shows and traveling and accompanying artists like the Canipsonians and so at Carnival Time and at Independence Time very much a part of the celebration Um, bands like WCK and and Triple K and um, you know have made a a big name for themselves not just in Dominica but, but overseas Midnight Groovers is a band that has been there for a long time as well from the 70s uh, has been uh, promoting this special kind of cadence, still along, still very vibrant, and individual singers like, um, Ophelia and Mikkel Henderson, um, um, continuing to make a huge impact, a huge contribution. Um, and even persons who are not resident in Dominica, like Gordon Henderson, for instance, he's more resident in France, but then his music, of course, still um, you know, is on the airwaves in Dominica and of course outside of Dominica. You find too that um there's a lot of um good reception and response to Dominica's music, especially our Cadence music and our Bouillon as well in the neighboring French countries of, of Guadeloupe and Martinique. A lot of very good response. A lot of good respect I, th- I find and admiration. A lot of cultural exchange between Dominica and Guadeloupe and Matnik. So groups are going over constantly to perform Guadeloupe, Matnik, and in other parts of the Caribbean as well. And a lot of, um people from Guadeloupe and Matnik, in fact, the largest number of persons that come to Dominica from any one particular country to the World Career Music Festival come from Guadeloupe and Martinique. Martinique, well combined. So you have the largest attendance then from Guadeloupe and Martinique. And of course, other persons come from the other islands and from, you know, North America, Canada, Dominicans returning home and, and that kind of thing. Okay. Um, and of course, in the visual arts, mm-hmm. you still have persons like um, Earl Etienne, who's been there for a long time as well, making his contribution in art, and with Moses, and, um, you know, Aaron Hamilton. Um, Jerry Henderson, um, Annika White, you know, and the, you know a number of artists who have also formed. There's also an Art and Crafts Association that was formed maybe about three years ago in Dominica. The president is Francis Richard. So um, they come together to do joint uh, exhibitions of craft and art in Dominica at various occasions in Dominica and at various venues. So in a sense that. Association has given a sort of a greater organization, greater cooperation and coordination among some of the um, craftspersons and artists in Dominica. Now, of course, the Carinago craft is still remains a very, very popular and strong aspect of Dominica's culture and heritage. number of persons who come to Dominica always want to go to the Caribbean the Carinago territory to view, to buy, to see, to work of the um, as the visual arts of the Kalinago people,
0: Right, the baskets um, and the and the various the
1: ba- um, the yes, of is the the, and that sort of thing. that's right. Yes, it still remains a very very popular um, aspect of Dominica's um, visual arts in terms of the craft right. and the craftsmanship, you know. And so, you know, lots of. Um, various aspects of Dominica, or uh, culture and heritage that still remain very strong um we ha- recently we set up a Dominica Institute for the arts that um, last year uh, um, well it's part of the cultural Vision website um, but that institute now offers about eighteen also different courses in the arts in Dominica um Last year, I think there were a total of over 100, about 107 students in all. This year, it has moved up to about 145 students. So, it, and the courses have increased. So, it shows that there has been some growth already in the Dominica Institute for the Arts, which is an umbrella body for the various types of arts. You know, the performing arts, the visual arts, um. And the oral traditions, because we also teach the queer language as well, as part of the curriculum of the Institute for the Arts. So these are just some of the things that have been happening um, in the various areas. Of course, we still have our major festivals. We have about five or six festivals, major festivals a year. And that does not include the feast, the activities, and the other cultural act- events that run through the year, the all through the year. The so, the five
0: if you can take a little bit of time and run us through. Well, good.
1: there's carnival, which is, um, you know, as we all know, carnival is a pop- popular, a big, you know, <laughs> festival among Dominicans. Mm-hmm. About for the past ten years now, um, we've developed a national schools art festival, which really showcases the talents and skills of the school children, both primary and secondary school. Uh, so, you know, you have different elements of music, expression. You have drama from both primary and secondary schools. You have dance, again, from both primary and secondary schools. And you also have art and craft as well, dispersed from the from, from students. Yes, it is. <laughs> and it gives the children an opportunity now to showcase you know, their talent during the School's Arts. The School's Arts Festival is held every two years. Then you also have the Dominica Festival of Arts, which has grown. I remember when we started it in 1983, it was just a week. Now the Dominica Festival of Arts is a month, in the month of May, it's an entire month. Um you have dance, you have drama, you have the different artistic disciplines, exhibitions, you have even things like the African Liberation Day is part of, part of it. And then you have visiting groups from overseas, you know, whether they're, they're dance groups or theater groups and so on. So I would describe Don Fester maybe as a more contemporary type of festival where Carnival and Independence might be a little more, um traditional. The Dom Festa would be a little more contemporary, showing off things like plays and modern dance and, you know, contemporary art and, you know, that kind of thing and visiting groups and so on. We also have immense to patient celebration, which is held around the 1st of August. As we know, you know, the 1st of August is a very significant date in the African history of the Caribbean. That's the date on which plays. Um, Plays were emancipated, 1st of August 1834, and then again, 1st of August 1838. So we try to um, organize and commemorate that particular date with various activities in Dominica. So you have different things, again, like plays, we have award-giving ceremonies, we have um, music festivals, Um, you have um, different dance um, presentations and Sort of things too that have sort of African links, like drumming and the belle tradition, and so we try to highlight. And so during emancipation, this year we un- unveiled an emancipation monument, um, which is really a statue right in Roseau itself. Um, but and, and we have a poster. The People's Park area close to the Fort Young area because that whole area there from Fort Young, the persons who are listening and they know the area, Fort Young along the bayfront, the old market, and lower down to the Barracoon building, which houses the city council office, has a very, very strong African history. Um so the, 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 um, the monument is very well placed because it is very near the so, um the old market, for instance, where slaves were sold and, and in some this is executed, the barracoon building when they were brought to Dominica, they were housed there before they were sent on to the plantations and so on. The fortune hotel where one of the maroons was brought, the Bala was brought before he was executed, he was held in a cell because remember before the hotel before it was a hotel, it was a fort, i mean you know um long ago. Um, where he was held captive um, before he was um, executed. So that whole front of Rose there has a very strong So we unveiled a, a monument and so we're talking about festivals <laughs> and of course we have independent That's fine. That's fine. celebrations.
0: I like, I, like, I like the details and
1: elaboration. <laughs> independent through. celebrations, which is another major festival. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are the five major festivals I was speaking about. Right. And of course Christmas is not Festival as such, but of course Christmas, a as you know, time, <laughs> uh, yes, is an important part of our life here in Dominica as well.
0: Certainly, so, so it seems like our culture, we can say our culture is, is rich and, and, and it's, in, it's in good hands. I want to go back a little bit because I was very curious about um, the teaching of our culture and our heritage in the schools as part of, this, of the school curriculum. So I was really, I'm really heartened to hear you say that there is a national schools arts festival, and 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 um, how. So I I imagine that the the, the the kids prepare for that as part of their schoolwork. But is there like an effort to actually include our arts and our crafts in the curriculum, so that not only the kids who are participating in the um in the festival per se, but their classmates also would, would get a taste or some kind of training in terms of our, our various um, culture.
1: Yes. Um, like long ago, I remember, uh, and, and even before they introduced, recently introduced the visual and performing arts officially in schools, um, many of the schools were doing music, especially music and art. Music and art. Um, you know, were being done in the schools for for a long time. Um, But I would say in the past five years there's a program called the Visual and Performing Arts Program which has been introduced into the schools in Dominica to strengthen that particular program, you know, to strengthen the arts within the schools. exactly what you're asking about. Right. So, um, there's a lot more teaching there in the art and staff area and in the performing arts, in music, in drama, in dance. Um, the, some schools have attempted CXC music. Some of them have attempted CXC drama or, or theater. Um, and they, some have attempted the CXC art as well. Um, so they are going to be soon, I'm sure, doing CXC dance at CXC level. But in the meantime, this particular program is preparing students from primary school through secondary school uh, towards, you know, um, certification in in CXC le- at CXC level within within the schools. And you're right, the festival that we have is another opportunity now for students and for schools to encourage the children to participate in the arts. It strengthens, I think, and works well with, hand in hand, with the visual and performing arts program in the schools, right. because they can then prepare now their students for presentations at the school's arts festival while they are doing their program and their teaching and learning and so in the schools in in that area. So we're happy about the development, about the teaching of the visual and performing arts in a sort of a stronger way. I think that, I mean, of course, with everything else, things have to develop, things have to grow, but certainly it is growing, I think. It's now introduced into the schools, it's growing, and I think it can only go from strength to strength.
0: Certainly. Um in terms of the craft, you know, I, I grew up on the East Coast in Castle Rus and as a as a young boy we used to make our, our mats from um, Bechtivin and our bones from, from platin straw. Um my my father and his neighbors used to make their, their fish pots from from bamboo and um and most of the men used to have a jewel on the back going, going up to your garden and, and coming back with your provisions on a, on a backpack made out of, of, of um, ropes and vines and, and that sort of thing. So that type of, of art um, and craft in our culture, it would be nice if... I, I know there's technology every have replaced most of these things. You have fish pots made out of wire and you have you can go buy a broom in <laughs> Rozo so now but it would, be, it would be nice if some of those um, traditional crafts, practical crafts, um, and I think there's there's probably the potential for for an industry from that. You know, um, you know that you could know, you could sell mats, you could sell booms, you could sell you know that 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 sort of thing. Um, so oh. when we talk about Domfesta, is there Again, uh, the, 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 potential to now marry our culture into an industrial or commercial activity where, I mean, I know the Kalinago people make, make a decent, um, income from, from selling their craft to visitors. But also, uh-huh. you know, um, maybe if we could, for example, I know we do a lot of, um, soil preservation activity and that's what the vective grass was used for. So a revival of that could give give us back to you and then we could get into a map making industry and the social centre used to do that some time ago. Is there mm-hmm. is there anything of food that would sort of see where we would see that encouragement, where we could see an industry? Yes, well
1: um what what maybe I, I didn't highlight was there are uh, three major art and craft exhibitions every year as part of those festivals that I mentioned. Right. One is within Domfester, another one is within Emancipation Celebration, and the other one is within the Independence Celebration. And of course, that I'm not, I haven't, I'm not referring to the Art and Craft Exhibition that is within the National Schools Arts Festival that just comes from the school, so that's another one by itself. Right, but those three exhibitions. Um, try to do just what you're talking about, to showcase the various types of um, craft items that are made in Dominica. And we've been trying to highlight, um, of course, our local artists and craftsmen, but also craft items that are really made locally using a lot of local Material material and resources found in Dominica indigenous right. material mm-hmm. that's what we've been trying to place an emphasis on, especially in the past couple of years because um when you know we've seen some influences where some people are using some things from other parts of the world and then maybe just adding one or two things and so on but we we're really trying to f- encourage as the artists who have been through the years encourage using local and indigenous materials within their craft that it remains authentic and it remains, you know, um, indigenous to the to the country. So those three major exhibitions I spoke about try to highlight and to showcase and to promote um Dominica's arts and crafts um We've also um, tried to encourage the vendors to um, purchase those craft items, you know, um, and to and to, and to sell, to sell, okay. you know, and to mm-hmm. encourage the artists and craftspeople themselves to find spaces because one of the, I guess one of the little challenges that you have is not everybody has a shop, not everybody has a boutique, not everybody right. has a, you know, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. So they have to kind of find a space. They have to find somewhere where they can sell their, their work. And um, because, you know, there's not a lot of space as such sometimes available for that kind of activity, sometimes that can be a challenge as to how the outlet, the outlet for sale for their works. But we have found that the exhibitions have given exposure A lot of exposure to the works of the artists and the craftspersons and persons become um, Dominicans and visitors and get to know more about what is available here from the artists and craftspersons. And another exhibition, too, that takes place is one that is held in the north of Dominica. Um, Ross University helps to sponsor that particular exhibition as well. That that brings together a number of artists as well and craftspeople, especially from the north of Dominica, but from other parts of Dominica as well. Every year they have it in the month of November, um, in 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 the north, um, at Ross University, again highlighting and showcasing Dominica's um, craft craft, especially art and craft industry. So we we feel that. Um, we, the, you know, the, uh, work has been done in that area. Of course, we need. I think probably we need to invest more as a country. Invest more in um, the cultural industries, so that um, the, 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 the industries themselves can can grow and become stronger and become self and, be and, and 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 the investment is also help to market market the products as well that are coming out of Dominica as well.
0: Okay, certainly. And when we talk about marketing, we can also talk about the export of our culture. But let me take a quick pause. I'm not going to go to break, but I'm going to take a quick pause and um, to, to tell listeners that they can join in on the, the conversation. The, the calling number, if you are calling um, from the U.S., is 202-525-7231. Two zero two five two five seven two three one. You you can reach us on Twitter or handle is um, T D N Radio One, like figure one, and on Skype. I'm also on Skype. So if you want to call in through Skype or you want to instant message me on Skype, um, our Skype name is T D N Radio and you can always um, add us as a contact, I will accept you, and then you can you would be able to call him. But the the number if you want to call him is area code 202-525-7231. And um, our host, our guest this evening on this weekend interview is um, Mr. Raymond Lawrence. um, Raymond is the chief cultural officer in Dominica. He's been... The chief cultural officer in Dominica for, I think, 30 years now.
1: Well, the chief for the past 23. 23 yeah. years,
0: okay. Yeah. So the cultural division, from but with the cultural division for 31 years. For 31 years, and so we yes. So we very actually, oh, we have we have a call on the line. So let's let's go directly to the call. Hold on one second. Good evening, caller. You are on the air to speak to Roman Lawrence.
1: A very good event to you, as well as to Mr. Lawrence. Let me first of all just say congratulations to Mr. Lawrence for his many, many years of dedicated service really the culture to the arts from Dominica. I think Dominica is a better place because of people like Mr. Lawrence and his story and outstanding contribution. Also, let me say this is a very good show. I'm really enjoying, enjoying the conversation. And I want to ask Mr. Lawrence, Question and it has to go with the Creole language. Another on, one second, please. Will you come? No, unfortunately, I cannot hear the person at all. I so. um, okay, I,
0: okay. I, I will try to fix it, but in mean, meantime, I will relay, raise relay, relay questions. You go ahead, Colin. Okay. The oh. question. The question has to do
1: with, with whether Mr. Lawrence would favour making the Creole language compulsory in Cool, ought to be to be learnt by students. within a, a compulsory part of our culture, and I believe that that is something. The language is something that we should be taking, you know, more ownership of, and, and probably something that will really help advance our culture. I mean, that is something that you would support.
0: Um, well, the, the question was: um, Would you support, or do you think it would be a good idea to to have the current language? incorporated as almost as a compulsory subject that students would study in in schools in Dominica because the color thinks that that would be uh, a major contributor to strengthening our culture the teaching of our queer language in the schools in Dominica
1: yes um, so most certainly in fact we are heading in that direction we have been having consultations with some um, other queer speaking countries which which have already introduced Queer teaching, uh, the queer language teaching into the schools, like Guadeloupe, uh, for instance, um, and we are um, this having discussions as well with the Ministry of Education officials in Dominica towards that sort of goal. Yes, so I quite agree that this would help to strengthen the speaking of and the preservation and promotion of the queer language through. Teaching of the language in the school, so we are heading in that direction. We are moving towards that goal.
0: Okay. So thank you very much, caller. I have I have an instant message here from Skype. Um, one of the listeners wants to know what the, the different festivals and, and, and cultural activities that you have listed. Um, where are they promoted, and where would they be able to get more information about them, and you know, to have the timing in case they wanted to visit to to like synchronize their visit to Dominica with the with one of those events.
1: Yes, well they are they should be available on the Dominica Discover Dominica website mm-hmm. um so that they could try to access and then we have information on the Cultural Vision website, which is part of the government website in Dominica. Okay. Cultural vision at Dominica dot dot Dominica.gov.dm. Um, yes. Cultural Division. Okay. So they can try to access... That would be the government website, and then they have to go to the Cultural Division website within the government website. Right, right. Um, and then now the Discover Dominica Authority has a website as well that persons can access to get information on the festivals in Dominica as well.
0: Okay, so the Discover Dominica Authority as well as dominica.gov.dm.
1: The, the, yeah, the cultural musician oh, and yeah. dominica.gov.dm. Yeah.
0: Certainly. Now, well, um I said I wanted to talk to you about <laughs> performing arts. I know that that is your party. Um and if everybody knows Roman lines, and it's almost synonymous why to Google the Dance Theatre Company, you are the artistic director. Um so, I, I want to, I want to spend a little bit of time and get our listeners, because not all of our listeners are Dominicans, actually. Get them a little familiar with your, with your background. I, I, at the, at the top of the show, I told them that you, you know, you have a background mm-hmm. in, um, mm-hmm. broadcast journalism or broadcast media. You, you were the artistic director of YT Kubuli Dance Theatre Company. You've been with Cultural mm-hmm. Division for a very long time. But um, I, I wanted to spend a couple of minutes and familiarize our listeners with um, a little bit of a background, talk about like it could your productions, and that sort of thing.
1: Yes, well, um, um, it's a lot of area to cover, but I'll try to <laughs> sort of do a synopsis. <laughs> uh, I, I started dancing myself at the age of 15, before that I was involved in theater and so um, but I actually, the foundation of the Kabuli Dance Company started when I was about 17, when I formed a, I was the president of a of a young group, um, and which evolved into the Waitakubuli Dance Theater Company. So that was in 1971. The group is now celebrating 42 years as a creative dance company. In fact, we are staging an anniversary dance production next weekend on Friday, the 29th of November, at the Arawak to celebrate the 42 years of um, creative dance in Dominica. I just sort of mentioned that in case persons are coming to Dominica oh, yes, around yes. that time. They can come and check it out. Um, but the group has really grown from strength to strength. We've done a number of shows in and out of Dominica. We've performed in several of the islands in the region, including Barbados, Martinique, Saint Lucia for Toler, um, Guadalupe, St. Martins, and Palmer St. Croy, We've been as far as Canada to represent Dominica at an expo there. Um, the group has uh, had organized training for a number of its members. We've really seen, like, through our 42 years, hundreds of young persons um, trained in dance uh, and been part of that uh, Right to dance company a number of them have gone on even to form their own dance groups and to become dance teachers. So I'm happy that the group was able to be like a platform for a number of young persons in Dominica to even develop uh, a career in dance and to develop their own skills and so in dance, even if they were into other things or or other careers. Um, So White Pupuli has been growing strong for, for many, many years. And uh, we, as I said, we're happy to have made a contribution to developing the creative um, dance form in Dominica. We've done a number of shows in Dominica, a number of productions, and we've performed at almost every um, festival, uh, at every festival, I would say, (laughs) in (laughs) Dominica. Um, um especially things like the Queen shows and the World Creole Music Festival and the Cultural Gala and you know all the various events that um are part of our celebrations in Dominica. The group has been able to to perform. Right now the group probably has its largest membership mm-hmm. in the, I think years we probably oh, yeah. have about sixty or so members. That's awesome. But that's It's divided into three sections. We have Mm -hmm. the senior section, we have the intermediate section, and we have the junior section. Um, So um, the group has really grown from strength to strength. I mean, I thank God. I thank all the people who were involved. I could not have done it on my own. And, you know, we just thank the past members and the present members of the group who Some of them have remained in the group for a very long time. That is what has sort of helped to keep the group together and sustain the group. Because there are some of them that have remained in the group for some some of them over thirty years, over twenty years. Now there are some of them are there are eighteen years, fifteen years, ten years, and that kind of thing. So um, mm
0: I I was going to jump in and say that um, the. In them, you can recognize the contribution. One thing that I've always impressed me about YT Kubul is that your productions, the, the company's productions has always been of a very high standard. Uh, I, one of my favorite uh, performances I remember seeing that stuck with me was that you, there was a dance number that you called um, Metamorphosis, I think, where you had um, somebody was going from a lava stage into a butterfly. I don't know if you remember that that particular yes, one. Yes, that, uh-huh, that, yes, I thought that one was so well done. It's topkicks a number of years now, but I I, I I remember that very vividly. So, um do you have any particular um, production or dance or anything that that you that was very well received or meant a lot to you, or, or you thought was um, was was either you know, one of your favorite? If you want to talk about that.
1: I have so many. (laughs) (laughs) I can imagine putting you on the spot now. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) But, um, we have had, um, things like, um, um, Freedom Cry, um, we've had Slice of Africa, which is another one I think I like, I've always liked a lot, is in three parts actually. Um, sort of because we because of our uh, African in, uh, heritage, strong African heritage in Namibia, we 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 always want, in a sense, to be linked with and order to remember, you know, the motherland, Africa. So we always That's try true. to make a connection through our dance and through our music as well. But through the dance in Waite kubuli, you know, some of the dance is trying to sort of make a link, make a connection with our African heritage, and that one w- was one of them as well. We have done, um, the, f- the, the, the focus of the White Kobuli has been really on our Dominican and Caribbean experience. We've never really wanted just to imitate other dance companies from other parts of the world, no. We wanted to create our own sort of identity, our own style. And so that when you looked at the group, you saw a group that was different, a group that was sort of representative of the country from where they're from. That's the, that was the whole goal of Kubuli. And I think in doing, in trying to do that, we were able to, to achieve and that goal through the years, that we have had a number of dances now that reflected and came out of the Dominican experience. Those are some of my favorite ones as well. In fact, maybe they are my most favorite ones, uh, that those that really come out of the Dominican experience, using the, the, the resources like right, and, and the steps and the movements from the Beller, from the quadrille, from the Hiban tour, from the book, using the Jinping music, using the bouillon, using the cadaabbas music, using you know, Dominican expression. Right. And creating stories and um, uh, pieces that reflect, you know, the life and style and so of Dominica. Those are probably some of my my more favorite ones.
0: And and, and the amazing thing about it is, you you are able to tell those stories in dance using dancers. If I can say that are not that are not formally or technically trained, so you get you get raw talent and you're able to mold them into dancers. And, That's right, and, yes. and make them into entertainers that keep us coming back to the shows year after the year.
1: Yes, we do. Um, you know, give them modern dance, some modern dance training. with do, and um, give them ballet technique as well. But um, we also ensure that they learn their own Dominican style and their Dominican techniques, Dominican dance techniques. Um, like our ballet and some of our folk dances, like the Heel and Toe and the mazook and so, so that they are also grounded in that kind of movement, grounded in the, their own their own dance style, so to speak, um, which again is more as um, is is mixed with other influences like you know the modern dance technique and some of the ballet technique and so. But as I said. The 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 focus of the group um, is to and the core the core of the repertoire of the company is really to focus on the on on the, the Dominican um, and Caribbean Dominican and Caribbean dance expression
0: and and you think, think you think you that um. After 42 years is quite an accomplishment and after 42 years you, you're saying that your membership is the strongest that it has been um, that it has um, ever been, the, have yeah,
1: been. We,
0: we in the diaspora would love to see uh, Whitey Kubuli um, come to, to New York to Miami You know, Who, as a matter of fact on the 14th of December Alex Bruno is in, is in Brooklyn um putting on his show um woman can lie on the 14th of of December and it would be it would be a tremendous thing if in 2014 we can arrange um, for you to come and do your your um 42nd anniversary um production in Brooklyn or in or in the Bronx or in, in New York City in 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 Toronto in, you know so those, those are the things that we that we see, and I'm, I'm sure people will agree that in no small measure, you definitely deserve a lot of the credit for that as the person at the helm of our organized and formal, um, culture in Dominica, in, in the sense of being the chief cultural officer. You're able to, I think you've been able to, to really balance it where you've done a good job in facilitating the sustaining and the enduring, um, state of our culture while at the same time being able to stay, step aside or step back and watch it, and watch it grow. Uh, oh. so that is quite a testament to your personality and your achievements. So we congratulate you on that and we congratulate you on the, on the 42nd anniversary of, of the dance, right, Cooper, the dance theater company as the art director, artistic director.
1: Thank you very much, and I thank God for grace and the strength, and I thank all those who play a role as well, you know, in Dominica's culture and cultural development and dance and heritage and growth and development and so. And certainly we would love to come to the States of Canada, <laughs> Canada to perform. Well, certainly, I'm <laughs> by, we have to By ourselves, we don't have the funds to come up there, but certainly if, some people, organizations, institutions can put together and help us to reach up there, um, facilitate, rather, the visit, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, facilitate us coming up to some part of the states um, or Canada to perform. We would be absolutely delighted. At that opportunity.
0: <laughs> so, so TDN listeners, you see the challenge up right there. Let's, let's make it happen. Let's bring right to Kubili to North America, <laughs> North American tour in 2014. Is I think it's something that we can achieve if we, if we put our minds to it. Uh, look, um, I, I was just about to say we're almost out of time, but I have another caller on the line. So let's take that last call. Okay. Caller, good evening. You're on the air. Welcome to this weekend interview.
1: Hey, good evening, good evening Tony, how you doing man, listening to the program as usual, very good program and I just want to say good evening to Raymond as well. Good evening Raymond, this is your your good old neighbor man from um, Hillsboro.
0: this is um Alvin, Alvin in Atlanta.
1: Okay, sorry, I wasn't I was hearing Alvin Thomas. Yes, okay, <laughs> thank thank you. I didn't realize. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, well, certainly we would love to live to see <laughs> um, 50, you know, with God's help and grace and, uh, you know, life, um, as long as we have the health and life, you know, to do it. Um, and the challenge what now would be, you know, to to just help to sustain that kind of effort, the momentum of the dance movement in Dominica to keep the interest, to keep the training going, you um, some of the uh, other challenges include financial, you know, the resources, aging events now, and shows are becoming more and more expensive. Um, we cannot because you, because you are we are a non-profit organization, it can be a r- very challenging. Sometimes you have to depend on private sector, or extent government to help, and public with the, with the sale of tickets to assist us now with staging those, because costume, costuming, you know, shows cost a lot of money these days and are expensive to put on. Um, so that's another kind of challenge, again, that we see. But but we would certainly like to maintain. My goal would be to try to help as much as possible while I have life and strength to try to do that. And in the meantime, I'm trying to train and build up the skills of some, of, some members of the group so that they too can, you know, take on managerial positions within the company, uh, they will be able to help with with that as well. And hopefully we can do some more tours and so, and then hopefully even try to set up a type of school as well, just a, a, a private school of dance, um, you know, for the company and for those who are interested in dance in Dominica.
0: Certainly. And um, for sure, those of you guys would certainly be willing to help if if you know, the effort can be coordinated and organized and, and we at TN radio will offer our resources to to you, the Cultural Division, to IT to, really to to try to make some of these things happen. Uh we, we are developing quite a, a following and we we t- we really turning into um an avenue where, where Dominicans come to find out what's happening in Dominica. Um more than just the everyday news songbite. Um, so okay. certainly we extend our, our resources to you. Uh, we can stay in touch and, and, and try to see how we could coordinate and, um, and help to facilitate some of this, um, forward and, and furtherance, you know. Uh, you, you've taken it a very long way, you know, so now whatever we can do to assist, we'll be very, we'll be very happy. Um, mm-hmm. but, but we are uh, flat out of time. Uh, Women, I would like to give you the opportunity to give some final words. Uh, And as I said, we really appreciate you um, taking the time to be with us. So final words to
1: our audience. Uh. Yes, and in closing, I just wanted to mention the important work that Dominicans who are living outside of Dominica are doing as well. Because there are a number of Dominicans scattered all over the world, let's say, and there are a number of overseas Dominican associations which are furthering and helping to promote Dominica even further where they are, where they are planted, you know, through the activities and cultural events and so that they have going on um, in in the States, in Canada, in England, in Europe, in other parts of Europe, in in the Caribbean islands like St. Thomas and and so on. Um, so I want to commend them as well for the work that they've been doing to help to promote the culture and the heritage. And just to thank all the folks in Dominica and the government, the private sector, the people of the country, for helping to maintain and sustain and promote this beautiful culture and heritage of this beautiful country.
0: Thank you. Thank
1: you so much. Um, and thank you for the opportunity. Thank you for the opportunity to speak with you this evening as well.
0: Thank you. We are so delighted that you could make, that you could be with us. And we wish you continued good health and, uh, and lots of strength. And uh, we congratulate you once again on the forty second anniversary of White Equivalent um, Theatre Company. As well as um your accomplishments as chief cultural officer of uh, a nation that is so rich in, in heritage and in culture. So we wish you all the best and we say Thank you so much um, for what you continue to do. Thank you.
1: Yes, thank you uh, very much. Thank you. Well, listeners, um, (laughs) we've exhausted another
0: hour, and this conversation, I get the feeling, could have continued for another three hours. We've got some really good information. We learned about the different festivals. Some of the new things that we learned was um, the hosting of a national National schools arts festival which, which we which i find personally very exciting that that brings our young people into drama and dance and arts and craft and music and that sort of thing uh, we we also learned about the Ross University's contribution to the, 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 the um, arts festival arts and craft festival exhibition in the north and, and we are excited about that we we also was very happy to 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 um, yeah, Raymond in, in response to one of your questions, that yes, they fully support the the teaching of the Creole language as part of the curriculum in schools. Uh, so we we thank you for being with us. Uh, if you are regularly regular me uh, listening, we, we thank you for coming back a wonderful night. night.